we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. I always thought, before my deep research on Google, that caterpillars crawled into a cocoon. I thought the cocoon was something that they found existing in nature. That they would crawl up in, you know, like how the bears is hibernating in the cave. I thought caterpillars would find this little house operation, crawl up in there, and, and then fly out as a butterfly. But I discovered something, y'all, glory to God, that has stained my mind. That the way the cocoon is made, the cocoon is made from excretions from the mouth of the caterpillar. his transformation many of you can't transform because you ain't find a safe place yet but the safe place for you beloved is lying dormant in your mouth and if you would just use your mouth glory to God you trying to find a phone booth but your phone booth in your mouth glory y'all missed the phone booth remember, remember soon man remember clock eh? we're going that soon your, you see, now here's the thing, here's the thing. You cannot transform in public view. You, you're going to need a safe place because if you do it in the public, you're going to get distracted. They're going to want to engage in your process and your transformation ain't for everybody. Everybody can handle glory to God when your body was one whole piece, but now your body's in three segments. They are trying to stop the process because it looked painful. It, it, it ain't, they, 
They're going to try to intervene when they see stuff start to grow out of you. Glory to God. And so this is why you need to form a safe place and your safe place is what comes out of your mouth. You create the place of transformation with your confession. I'm almost there. Oh, this is good right here. If you are not yet transformed, it could possibly be that you have refused to create your cocoon. If you're still the same that you always was, it's probably because you're still saying what you're always saying. All right. We said, I'm almost there now. So your, your body and your spirit, they are connected to your reality by way of your mind. So Jesus says, well, the Spirit of God says to Paul that your transformation is locked in your mind going to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay. So, we do not want our body to set the parameters of our mind. We want our spirit. Are we in agreement? That's what we want. We want our spirit to set the parameters of our mind. Now, how does our spirit do this? Our spirit does this by way of word. John 6 and 63 says this. You should know it by now. The words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. So God speaks a word to you and this word is connected to your spirit. Now the challenge is... I need this word to transfer from my spirit to my mind. Because my life is not transformed when it hits my spirit. I just get a jump and a shout. My life is transformed when the word that hits my spirit has dominance in my mind. That's when transformation takes place. Now, that's then where the challenge comes in because my mind, like your mind, is already oversubscribed. Am I the only one? Like, like, you have a line of stuff waiting to get in your mind. Such that whenever you finish dealing with one thought, another one just shows right up. Is anybody be honest? Listen, my mind is full. I know my mind. Anybody else get a full mind? Like your mind is on overload. Some of y'all, your mind's so full, you just gotta sleep so your mind can rest. Y'all is sleep to run from your mind. It's just too much. You know what? I gain to sleep. I gain to run from my mind. God Almighty, what you do when you can't find sleep though? When you can't find an escape from your mind. Y'all been there before. So your mind going, you trying to run from your mind and you can't find nowhere to run. Where you gonna run in your mind? Your mind keep on following you. 
come to church. Lord Jesus, finally free from your mind and now the mind preaching but your mind. So now all this time you, have, you, you was doing good in praise and worship. Now this mind making you think, Lord God, now your mind gone again. I, I won't curse all these, all these um, sleeping agents. Because you're not transformed by the numbing of your mind. I won't cancel them. Don't, don't accept that as your reality. You are transformed by the renewing of your mind. Some of y'all now are getting used to these sleep aids. No, I killed that demon. Glory to God. You're transformed by the renewing of your mind. So... We get this impulse, get this word into our spirit. And we need this thing to come over to our mind. Something crazy said in John 1 and 14. It says that the word becomes flesh and dwells among us. The word has to become alive. Now when John says in John 1 and 14, he is talking literally that the word, that Jesus is the word and he became a human. But there's a spiritual revelation here, Delton, that that the word that is released to you is supposed to become um, a manifested experience on the inside of you so that it can become then a reality on the outside of you. The word cannot just be heard, this was last week's word, but the word has to be experienced. That's why, watch this, this is crazy, uh, what is that church term I use a couple of times right for the morning? What is that church term that we use for word when the word hits you? What do we call it? It begins with an R. What do we call it? We call it revelation. Raymond is good. But we call it, when that word hits your spirit, we call it what? What, truthfully, what does reveal or revelation mean? It means to see. Oh, <laughs> We say revelation. You don't hear revelation. Something is revealed. That means it was hidden. And now you can see it. Some of you need to stop saying revelation. Start saying I hear you. Change don't happen though when you hear me. Change happens when you see me. I see what you say. But many of us are stuck. I, I hear what you say. I was talking to one of my ministers this week. I won't call their name. He asked me. I said, you hear me? But he said, no. Pastor, I, pastor, I hear you. Pastor, I hear you. I said, yes, but that's the problem. Sorry, I don't mean to call your name like that. I didn't mean to call her there. I said, you, 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 you hearing me, girlfriend. She says, she says, Pastor, I hear you, but I disagree. I said, exactly. If you saw me, you would agree. The reason you disagree is because you can't see it. And what I was speaking to her, honestly, it was not flesh, it was spirit. So when we speak in spirit, you got to be able to see spirit in order for it to make sense. This then make, is this too much for y'all? This then, Tasha, explains 
why the devil puts imaginations in your mind. It makes sense now what is recorded in 2 Corinthians 10 and 4. 10 and 5. 4 and 5. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Mighty through God to the pulling down strongholds and what? Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. The devil don't want you to see what God is saying. He wants you to hear what God is saying, but he don't want you to see what God is saying. Because when you see what God is saying, then your mind becomes transformed. Your mind is renewed, sorry, when you see it. So, when, when you start seeing what God is saying, then it becomes an internal reality. It becomes real to you. And see, when this then happens, then you start stepping into your Godness. When what you hear becomes what you see, and now it begins to take over your mind, then you are one step away from functioning in your godness. Because when you watch how God did what he did in Genesis 1, he never says, um, uh, let's make trees. Let's make the heavens. Let's make this. What he says is, let there be. When your seeing takes over your being, your only challenge then is to let it, not make it. God Almighty. He says, so much times in, in the New Testament, he says, your faith has made you whole. In other words, you allowed this to happen. Uh, there are things that are waiting to happen and all you got to do is let it happen. Glory to God. But you cannot let until it exists. See, what exists in your being, once it takes over the internal you, then all you have to do from the internal you is let it manifest in the natural. And we have the kind of authority that we can speak our internal reality and speak it into manifestation and just let it be. We don't make things happen. That's a lie. The believer doesn't make things happen. We let it happen. Because God said this is another level of thinking when you realize that what will be is waiting for your permission. What will manifest is waiting for you to give it the release. Therefore I say unto you whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive and you should have it. This whole idea of letting it happen. Um, we we allow what's already happened to manifest. We don't make it happen, but it must become real to us. Let me, let me hurry to end. Let me hurry to stop. So 
God's reality must become our reality. It cannot just become a thought. It must become our reality. What God says to us must consume us. And here it is. Here's where it is. All that long talk, all the last 40 minutes is for us to get to this realization that what God has been saying to us is not yet real to us. It's not yet real. How we know is real. Is there any scenario where you will question that there's a towel in my hand? What if the lights turn off in here? But you can still see this towel in my hand. Will you question the towel in my hand? What if we move the chairs around? And I keep the towel in my hand. Will you question the towel in my hand? How is it that when things around you change, How is it when stuff around you, if we take the pulpit and throw the pulpit on the ground, will you say the towel in the wrong man? No, because what, what, why? Because you can see it. As long as you can see the towel in my hand, there's nothing that anybody will say to convince you that the towel is not in my hand because that is all you see. The reason we are being convinced to the contrary of what God has said is because we can't see it yet. That's why it's so easy to talk you down from your house. Oh, that's why it's so easy to talk you down from your marriage. You can want this towel to be in my hand, but can you see it? Many of us want stuff. The kingdom work by want, we gotta see. Um, go to this text in Genesis chapter 13 again. I want to show you something. We can end with this. The Lord said unto Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. Verse 15. Someone read it for me, please. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it. All right, one more time. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it. All right, it says, for all the land that thou see, I will give it to you. Do you see that? All the land that thou see, I will give it. Guess what? Stop what the text says. <laughs> Vera. I, I did some homework to find out the tense of seest. And I discovered that seest is an archaic form of the simple present tense. I said, 
says, okay, what I mean? So I say, Google. I didn't do good in English. Google says, whenever you see the simple present tense, it is the form of a verb that is continuing to happen. says if it says see it's an event so from see you have saw seest never turns to saw because I seest it yesterday I seest it today I will see it tomorrow and the truth is at the end of see according to the text is him giving it to me so if I see it yesterday and sees it today and sees it tomorrow there will never be a time when I will not see it because from see is giving Is this constant? I know I had message your brain today. This is like a lot of brain work today. Um, can, Sabrina, please give me three more minutes, please. Three more minutes. I got to show you this. Um, who, who read this now? That, that was, that was Rizzy. Rizzy, read it again for me, please. I want to show them something. For all the land uh -huh. which thou seest, uh -huh. to thee will I give it, uh -huh. and to thy seed forever. That's what we mess up. I can show you right here. This is what we mess up. This is what we mess up. Because here it is. You seest it. And there is a constant seest. But then, Tracy, God says something that you can't see. And that's where we mess up. Because God paints a picture to you in your spirit. It takes over your mind. And then God will mess up because God says, until thy seed forever. And then you say, well, mother, I ain't got no children. Oh, you all know the story about Abraham. No, Sarah was barren. Abram had no children. And the Lord says to tell life, stop allowing the detail that you cannot see to cancel the truth that he's told you to see. Y'all are allowing a minute detail that has not yet manifested to cancel out what you know to be a word from the Lord. I am sick and tired of seeing praying Holy Ghost filled life members that have a promise that they're walking in and a a detail comes up. That is it. Hold on, hold on. Giving it to thy seed forever has nothing to do with the land. But we are so... We are so predictable and so gullible to the tricks of the devil that now we see in the land, we can't see the children. So we cancel the land. 
Play that. We, he speaks the line, we see it. We barren, we ain't got no children. So rather than just believe for the children, we cancel the land. What have you canceled? Who, who told you to cancel that man? You're allowing details that you cannot see to cause you to cancel what God has said. Reach your table to offering this now. And you said you believe in you getting a house this year. And then the Lord says to you one night in prayer in April, and you and your family will live in this house. But I'm not married. And now you cancel the house because of the family that you can't see. And what God is saying, boo, if I could give you the land, if I can give you the land, why are you stretching up, stressing about this minute detail? Barry, if I could give you this. Just reach Nassau. You just come back here from being all over there for all them years, and you didn't just come. People being here, you never leave home and can't build up nothing. You didn't just reach back here and set up a conglomerate. And God says, if I could do this. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office. 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.